Hello and welcome to the Scotland Stories podcast. I'm Liam McCallum and I'll be your host for this podcast series exploring the stories of Scotland. In this podcast series, we'll hear stories of adventures, big and small. Every year, we ask people across Scotland to share their true stories with us. We feature all the stories on our website and include a handful of our favourites in a free book as part of Book Week Scotland. This podcast shares a few of these tales. In this episode, we'll hear a story about trusting yourself and two wonderful poems, one of which is in Gaelic. Join us as we explore new beginnings and hear Scotland's stories of adventure. Our first tale is called Route 90 by the Stranraer Open Book Reading Group. It was written by Gillian, Jane, Jean, Joan, Nikki and Catherine. As I set out, I hope I can read my maps. I hope I have packed enough snacks. As I set out, I see pebbles, small and glittery. I see pebbles grow larger, sharper and more difficult. As I set out, I know my best friend will meet me at the end. I know I will enjoy my time with her. As I set out, I learn that small things don't matter. I learn that I can live life differently. As I set out, I feel free. It's an escape. I feel no sadness. As I set out, I welcome unspeakable beauty and deep wisdom. I welcome fear as it passes by me and I journey on. Don't Don't turn turn back. The house is empty. Next is Sumaya Usmani's Ode to Wanderlust. This has always been my favourite cafe in London, especially during springtime. I spent so many warmer days here when I lived in London, a time when I felt melancholic about how I was passing my life by in my thirties as a lawyer. I'd look out from the full-length windows, taking in the ephemeral beauty of floral baskets dangling from the Victorian lampposts, thinking of how I longed to make a career out of something creative instead. As I take a sip of my nearly cold cappuccino, I'm distracted by the effervescence of teenage university students sitting at the table on my left talking about job fairs and internships. I pretend not to listen while pushing away the twinge of regret that lost time often conjures up. What if I had chosen differently three decades ago? I turned 50 a couple of months ago and all I seem to be doing is indulging in monumental self-reflection. What if I had studied creative writing instead of law and begun a career in writing when I was 20 instead of 40? Wouldn't I have been more financially secure and fulfilled now? The questions block my writing flow, so I resort to you, my diary, instead. Maybe our true calling doesn't always fall into our laps at 18. Maybe. You need to live a little before it finds you. 
A lot of how I figured out life's decisions has been by trusting my intuition and by returning to writing. Writing was always a place of solace, somewhere that my thoughts would come alive without judgment. From those lonely years on and off merchant vessels as a child to when I settled in Pakistan, a country that was meant to feel like home, but never did. It seemed that the only place I felt at home was before an empty diary page. You never offered unhelpful advice or told me what part to take. What you did was allow me to let go of trying to be someone I wasn't, even though I didn't realize it then. At 50, I have many questions, fears and hopes, dear diary. Is it too late for me now? Am I on a career path that has now passed me by and I won't have fulfilled my golden years? By 50, wasn't I supposed to have figured life out? Childhood never felt permanent, followed by an adolescence of wrong relationships and even worse friendships. In Pakistan, I was battling against conformity. I tried and failed marriage as a means to escape from the expectations of being a Pakistani woman. Why couldn't I just be like everyone else? What if I had reached towards writing earlier? But law was the expected, sensible choice, and so I dulled my creative spark. There were moments when I'd see myself shine as I took on new hobbies and artistic endeavours. But expectation arrested my progress each time. I was torn between other people's definition of an ideal life and not knowing who I really was. Find a career that fits you, makes you who you are. That's what Daddy always said. I used to envy my peers as I watched them growing up and finding their calling. I never felt that way about the law. Each day at university, I felt my intellect was lacking because I couldn't even grasp most concepts. I got away by convincing people I understood law with my big mouth and my ostensibly ambitious nature. I spent so long pretending that I almost convinced myself that creativity really wasn't my calling and was probably left best as a hobby. But here I am, dear diary, on the precipice of change. Will the longing for words and wanderlust lead me to true freedom? Am I out of my depth? What if I fail? But there are times I know this path feels right. When creativity enters my body as electricity, I have never felt before. When shivers run down my back as words flow because they want to, and not because I need them to. I know that words are my freedom. When I read what I've written and am in awe of my own potential to tell stories. Is respecting my own talent the door to adventure I so seek? So here I am, 
with writing guiding me into a brave new world. But it doesn't mean I'm not battling disbelief and fear. Is it too late? Does becoming a writer at 50 mean anything? Or is it just the first drop in the ocean of the future I'm meant to have? So now, as I step into the skin I was born for, I find myself naturally following that trusted friend, my intuition. This year, I take a leap towards the future I have longed for, a master's degree in creative writing and working on ideas for future books that I've often scribbled in my journals. Maybe this is the secret to eternal adventure, self-belief and not letting age be crippling. People say I don't look my age. Maybe it's because I'm filled with the exuberance of adolescence. I look over to the excited teenagers at the table across from me and smile. I see the faint confidence I too once had. And when I look at my reflection in the window, and I recognize this woman now, I am the woman I want to be. As I pay the bill and gather my belongings to step into the early spring sunshine, I accept that finding yourself at 50 means you have an opportunity to rewind life with the experience to guide the adventures ahead. Maybe a life of wanderlust only comes to you when you have the confidence to believe in your true potential. Next is a Gaelic poem called Enya Mood, a new name by Victoria McKeever. Click, click, is high with thee. Savage, shave a socker. Koshi he sheen ye machen doris, and doris nachchili sheenichet. Huku go, enya mood, nudaranaku, rohra, davius roya. Nudahani sheen it at unyak cruai, and in taiglanye, gun loosen, no arches. Holami and radio cune, a cleek. Le fuim the hinulan, emphalic gear the yunciorum, mar men of hulakin, as toeth. Do yellav nam forkech, ho feichgeloch, present on dochted kialoch, on eiche galavu, se vox of plastic, in g shacking her facal, unrenoch. Ach rasu lacher, is gasu slan. Sin ache a hachet shin kola. Hoshich me is jach nam turi, ach gak me nam vami. In tenyam ura sharlum as moa. In ju, samaroch gushiri. Thank you for listening to the Scotland Stories podcast. To hear more about the Scotland Stories project, Book Week Scotland, or Scottish Book Trust please visit the Scottish Book Trust website. Happy Book Week, Scotland! The Scotland Stories podcast has been brought to you by Scottish Book Trust as part of Book Week, Scotland. Thank you to our funders, Creative Scotland. 
This podcast was produced by Nyla Ahmed, Danny Scott, and Gordon Conley. This podcast was edited by Helena Rafai. Thank you.